Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. And I'm Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here. And I'm really excited today because I have somebody that is going to power you up as well as power me up. And I'm talking about a friend and colleague of mine, G. Brian Benson, who's an award-winning and number one best-selling self-improvement and children's book author, actor, entrepreneur, filmmaker, project coach, podcast host, and TEDx speaker. And I said to him, do you ever sleep? But that's for later. As a 4X Ironman triathlete and cross-country bicyclist, Brian, sorry, Brian knows the value of hard work and never, ever giving up on his dreams. He shares this message with audiences through each of his many creative expressions. Brian has two popular children's books, one I have in my possession, Steve the Alien, and Lucy and Chester's Amazing Adventures, Brian's award-winning short films, Guitar Man, and Searching for Happiness have positive, poignant messages, and his latest book, yes, Habits for Success, Inspired Ideas to Help You Soar, was an Amazon number one bestseller and selected as a 2019 Book Excellence Award winner in the Motivational Book Character category. Congratulations and welcome, G. Brian Benson. Wow, you are impressive, my friend. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Joanne. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so talking about all the wonderful stuff that you do, do you ever take time to rest? <laughs> yes, I do. It's it's interesting. You know, I, I I look I hear people talk about, you know, the stuff I've done and and um, gosh, when when I get an idea to do something, I, it hits me pretty hard, and I just like dive right in and 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 then I maybe take a little break and I don't know. It's it's believe me, I feel like I'd I'd, I'd like to be a little more busy than I am at times. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm pretty. I'm a laid back type A. I, I like I like to relax and hike and you know <clears throat> ease into things too. So, well, I I think that what you do is amazing. <laughs> so let's start off because you. you actually left or decided not to be in your father's business, and and that was an intuitive decision. And I do a lot with intuition, so. Let's start off with that. What happened that led you down this totally alternative path of all that I said, actor, entrepreneur, filmmaker, right, author, blah, 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 all the beautiful stuff? Yeah, well, about 13 years ago, I was just feeling like I kind of was uh, 
wasn't growing growing anymore at our business. We had a golf center, uh, like a driving range, a retail store, and a nine-hole par three course in Salem, Oregon. And I grew up working there and had been running it for 11 years, and I just kind of felt like I was supposed to do something else with my life, although I had no idea what it was. Kind of felt like I had a gift inside of me that wanted to come out, and I needed to kind of, you know, explore explore that. And so told my dad he was he was fine with it um you know he ultimately just wanted me to be happy and so <clears throat> i ended up having to stay an extra year because we decided to sell it and we went through that whole process of, of listing and finding a buyer and etc and i was feeling out of balance and so one day i sat down and wrote five things on a list that i felt like would help me and they did and my intuition just kind of started screaming expand the list and write a book and I'd never written anything up to that point and so I just kind of I just went with it and about a month and a half later I I wrote this full little book on uh, it's called Brian's List 26 and a half easy to use ideas on how to live a fun balanced healthy life and I, I hired an illustrator to kind of uh, make a drawing of me for each, each thing I talked about and it was just kind of fun and cute and whimsical and I self-published it and uh, you know, I just didn't really know what I was doing, but it ended up winning a couple of awards, which shocked me. But, you know, I didn't sell a lot of copies, but it pointed me in this whole new direction. And so then I just kind of kept going with it. And and one thing led to another, led to another. And I'm doing all these things and stepping out of my comfort zone in different ways, which led to other things. And I started to find all these things inside of me that I didn't know were there before. You know, you said something, well, several things that are really important, and part of that is stepping out of your comfort zone. A lot of people are afraid to do that, but when you do, like you did, Brian, there's that moment of discovery and being able to recognize that you can do things that you never thought possible, but if you stayed in that very comfortable place, you wouldn't have realized all of the wonderful things that you've done and not only that it's it's what you share with other people because people are getting so much from the, from what you do and that's that's a beautiful thing. Well, so, thank you. I'm I'm yeah. I wanted to, wanted to focus a little bit on the habits for success because that's your newest book and it and people need this right now. You know, it's it's Habits for for success, excuse me, inspired ideas to help you soar. I don't want you to share everything because I want people to buy it. <laughs> but I, well, I want you to give our, our listeners some tidbits from it because we need this right now. We need inspiration. People need to be able to move forward. And you have some wonderful ideas to show them how. Thank you. Thank you. You know, um, I'm really proud of how that book turned out, and, and for me, it was just kind of a culmination of, of maybe 10 years of, you know, after I left my family business and all the things that I kind of went through and learned and, and some of the, um, the habits that I embraced to help me um, make a lot of the things that I um, did happen, happen. And so, you know, I just, I tried to write it in a, an entertaining, uh, inspiring, and thought-provoking way. And so I share stories and maybe um, give reasons why a particular habit is a good idea to maybe think about. And, and so, yeah, you know, there's 48 chapters, and, and it really covers the gamut of things. But I, I'm, I'm really, really, really proud of how it turned out. 
That's wonderful. Can you share one of those beautiful creative ideas that can oh, inspired <laughs> sure. our list? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, well, for example, um, one of the chapters is called Get Creative. And I think that's so important in so many different ways. You know, uh, as I started to step into my creativity and, and realizing some of the things that I had inside of me that wanted to come out, that just led to so much more um, growth and, and experiences. And it just made, they made me feel alive. And, you know, when we can get into that place of feeling alive and really maybe stepping into, I think, the self-acceptance that could kind of almost run parallel with, with stepping into some of our gifts, it just raises our vibration and, and really just sets everything else into motion in a positive way. And I think it really opens us up to a lot of synchronicity. You know, that's so important because a lot of people are so self-critical and, really don't see their their potentiality and all the wonders wonderful aspects of themselves and and your book is is showing them a little bit like how to be able to move past that because we have to to embrace all of our wondrous possibilities <laughs> what was yeah, there a yeah. challenge other than like what you said in terms of being a you know moving past your family business challenges that you had earlier that made you feel less than or whatever and that that you had to shift in any way shape or form well to be honest with you i have not really looked in the rearview mirror at all in regards to the family business i'm grateful for everything that i learned and the opportunity i had you know i think i mean i've had lots of oh my gosh you know i had a few things like when i was in high school and such that there were probably setbacks. Uh, for example, I was on the JV baseball team as a sophomore, and there was, only, I think, only one other sophomore. And some of the older guys started kind of hazing us a little bit. And one guy thought I looked like a monkey, and so he called me that, and a handful of other guys did that all year. And it really, I, you know, it, it kind of internally shamed me. And I probably, you know, put on a, a good face about it. But yet I think it really made me feel unattractive for quite a long time. And, and I know that it probably held me back in some ways. Um, boy, you know, some some things after I left the family business and, and dove into all that I was doing and, and stepping into with the different books and creating and acting and such, I, <clears throat> oh, this is embarrassing, but like when I was three, I told my mom I was put here to inspire people and she reminded me after my first book came out. And so with that knowledge in my head, I felt like everything that I created uh, like I was wondering, is this a thing that's going to spring me and get me up further? You know what I mean? And and it was, uh, you know, it, it, it's a journey and it's a process. And, and and I'm very proud of everything that that I've done. You know how it has been received in different ways. And I think my own expectations beat me up and kind of held me down a little bit in in some ways, even as I was climbing and rising in so many other ways personally and, and such. <laughs> so, you know, there's lessons in everything that we do, you know. Um, there, sure. Yeah, there are. And, and we learn from our challenges and we learn from our mistakes and even, you know, <laughs> our egos and all of that stuff. So let's oh, talk yeah. a little bit about life balance because that's something that's important to you that's something that's important to in terms of achievement what again what do you want to share with our listeners regarding that and and regarding 
how you work with that too. Yeah, well, you know, I, it's interesting looking back. I don't think it's any accident that it was the first book that I wrote, only because it made me hyper aware of what kept me in balance and what threw me out of balance. And then I started doing some workshops after my book came out. Um, I put together a workshop called An Introduction to Balance. And it really, it was interesting and it was fun doing it with other, you know, with the, with the um, clients and folks that I did it with, you know, because I, I just kept learning more and more. And, and I've been very, one of the things that I'm really good at is just staying pretty grounded. I'm pretty grounded. I'm pretty even keel most of the time. And I, and I do a lot of things to, to make, um, make that accessible for me. I, you know, I have to have movement in my life, whether that means going for a hike or going to the gym every day. I need to get a little bit of movement to kind of maybe get rid of some of that excess energy so I can kind of relax into what I'm doing. Um, you know, gosh, there's, I, I eat pretty well. And, and I've found that that really makes a big difference on my energy levels. You know, obviously exercise helps that, but really almost even more so is what we put in our bodies. Um, you know, sleep is huge for me. I, I'm really one of those people that really needs to get eight hours of sleep. And that's almost the most important thing because if I don't get enough sleep, then it's kind of harder for me to do everything else that I, you know what I mean? Get to the gym because I'm a little too tired or, I'm rushing, and so I need to eat. And then sometimes we make poor choices when we do that. But, you know, there's so many other things I talk about in the balance book, but those are some of the things that really help me in addition to meditation. And there's lots of ways that we can get meditation into our life, as you know, you know, whether it's a, a walk in the woods or, you know, just sitting and actually listening to some music or meditating in the traditional way. There's, there's lots of different ways that we can kind of slow our brains down. Um, but yeah, but so balance for me has really been an important part of everything else that it's kind of my foundation. You know, balance is incredibly important. And, and some of the things that you mentioned are very key in keeping ourselves Mm -hmm. balanced, like Mm -hmm. being health, being health conscious in terms of what we eat and being active and getting the right amount of rest and that I love sleep, by the way. (laughs) But yeah. I also do a morning, what I call a power walk, and that's when I do my walking meditation. It's like yeah. it's something I've created yeah. for doing it for years, and it is very powerful. So I think that, that it's so important for, for our listeners to recognize that, firstly, it's a process. Not everything happens overnight, and don't don't Mm-mm. expect that. But to really Mm-mm. integrate some of what you've talked about, because it makes you feel better and stronger and able to move forward and do whatever it is you're here to do and that's important yeah yeah more confident i love these these children's books so so from (laughs) (laughs) tell tell our listeners brian a little bit about the books and how they came about and whatever you want to share about that because i think it's great well thanks yeah um the first one was steve the alien and You know, my, my balance book was the first thing I ever kind of wrote, but when I was at the golf center earlier on, I and I never planned to do anything with these, but I would get an idea about a character, and I would just kind of start to write it, uh, this little rhyming story. And there, for me, they were just kind of like mental exercise or almost like a little jigsaw puzzle that I was trying to solve, and I just kind of put them away. And Steve the Alien, I'd started working on, geez, like in the early 2000s or late 1990s. And... 
uh, put it away. I ended up, after I left the business, I moved to Reno to be near my son who lived in the Tahoe area for four years while he was in high school. And I, and I found the story and I kind of started working on it again. And then I met a young guy who worked for this company that made moving picture apps for children's books. And I told him about my stuff and they ended up, I ended up signing a contract for five of my stories. And they were coming along nicely and it's really exciting to see my, my, my words come to life. And then they ran out of money. And so that sat for a bunch of two or three years. And I asked to be released from the contract and they did. And I just took bull by the horns. And in 2016, GS went on Craigslist in, in search of an, an artist. And I got responses from like 40 people all over the world. And ended up going, I was, yeah, I was in LA then at the time. And I ended up going with a guy in LA who I really connected with and Paul, his name's Paul Hernandez. And, uh, we just put it, I put it together and I self-published that. And, and that was so much fun and really cool to see that come to life. And then I, two years later, I put Lucy and Chester, uh, Lucy and Chester's amazing adventures together. And I'm really, really happy with them. Yeah. Yeah, tell tell our listeners a little bit of the content of of those books. Sure. Well, Steve, Steve um, is, or excuse me. Well, there's a kid named Zeke who's walking to school in the snow, and all of a sudden this little spaceship lands nearby, and he's afraid at first, but out comes Steve the alien, and apparently Steve is on a a um, scavenger hunt around the universe, and he needs a pair of sh- uh, shoes, and so. <laughs> Z gives him his, his track cleats, and, and this is all rhyming, and there's some nice messages in it, but that's kind of the gist of the story. And I'm actually working on a, an, a sequel, but, um, yeah, so that's that story. And um, Lucy and Chester's Amazing Adventures is about a, a little girl, Lucy, who falls asleep and next to her stuffed rabbit, and she goes off into dream, dreamland, and they basically travel the, the globe, the world, and... and there's a rabbit he comes to life and so they visit all these different countries and i have really amazing drawings from paul in there and rhyming little blurbs about each place they visit and and so it's really a fun story too so what have you heard any responses from parents or kids that that read those books yeah you know it's been really really nice every i've got um I've got uh, things out on YouTube, and, and I'll get comments um, regarding that. I'll, I'll get I'll get emails every once in a while from someone who can, who picked the book up. And, can you uh, share? Do you yeah. remember a comment that somebody made? Oh, no. You know what though? I have a con- some comments about another children's story that is not in book form, but I made a video um, cartoon out of it with Paul doing the drawings, and it's called Moonchild, and. It's basically about a little a, a child kind of staring up to the moon and dreaming and, and you know, believing in themselves. And, and it's got a lot of views and a lot of really amazing responses. It, it's so much so that I even, geez, not too long ago, a, a, a person who worked at a, a funeral home in the UK emailed me and asked if they could read it at a child's funeral. And it's like, oh, wow. oh my gosh, wow, absolutely. And, and another... Um, a person reached out to me from Canada who's a playwright and they, they saw the story and they wanted to write a play about it, which they did. And it turned out really amazing. So it's just like, Oh my gosh, it's very humbling. And, it's beautiful. uh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Now you yeah. and I were a little bit earlier. You have a poem in, in that book. And, uh, I think it's in your newest Abbott. book. 
Yeah. I've got a, I've got multiple poems. I'm gonna if you don't, I'll read the one called Your Voice. Just, yeah, because I want I wanted us to talk a little bit about how people find their voice and work with mm-hmm. that. Bat. Perfect sure timing. Okay. Hey, and that's what we're here for. Your voice creates a ripple over land and well beyond. Truthful words vibrate lifted. Create a loving bond. Your voice can be your freedom or your voice can be your hell. Mindful heed and word and thought send forth love and light to gel. Your voice can give permission to another seeking truth. Authentic, centered living taps into eternal youth. Your voice can be the difference to set a young child free, loving words to encourage, model for them to be. Your voice is your ready key to unlock your truthful worth. Spoken pure, life now renewed, energized, loving, rebirth. Your voice gives inspiration for those afraid to speak. Reassuring tones shared true helps others gain their peak. Your voice is a kindred link when spoken face to face. True connection, eyes unite, transforming time and space. Your voice is your true freedom when it's spoken from the heart. Intuition's guiding path helps you play your destined part. And your voice is fundamental for all life and love to flow. Empowered, valued, a worldly glow. Wow. Powerful. I love it. Thank you. And it's true, everything that's in there. I mean, you know, our voice contains so much that can help us and move us forward as well as touching other people's lives and inspiring them and helping them. And that's such a beautiful thing. Thank you for sharing that. That's wonderful. You're so what's the most difficult or challenging thing that you've ever had to face as an actor, a writer, a filmmaker, a podcast host, an entrepreneur? <laughs> what oh was the most gosh. challenging thing in your life with any of those or beyond that? <laughs> I think. Mm, probably Sorry. my own. No, no, no. I, you know, um, I don't know if there's a specific tangible thing that actually happened. Other, it's more like a, um, more like my own, either my own expectations got in the way or my own kind of like imposter syndrome got in the way and my own self worth and believing that I was, um, you know, <laughs> given permission to do what I was doing. You know, I think that's so important. Many of us, and I've gone through my own challenges with with not believing in myself or doubting myself. Many people don't feel worthy or feel that they're not good enough, and that's a, that's a theme, or that they don't deserve to do X, Y, and Z or be X, Y, and Z. And it's so important to get through that and emerge on the other side, and you've done that. I mean, you work with your own demons we all have demons and and work with them so that you could be effective in your life and again touch other people brian in in such a wonderful way so kudos to you that's so very important well thank you you it's an ongoing process (laughs) it totally is i i i believe that i agree with you what do you want people to know about their own abilities and their own ways to be creative 
Mm. Well, you know, just to try to hear what I was saying in some of the ways that maybe I got hung up or held up and, and just know that it's normal and, and that um, they're, not, they're not truthful. <laughs> you know, I mean, we are enough. We're just being here, we're enough. And, and we're supposed to share. And by sharing, you're giving other people permission to share and be themselves. And for some reason, I don't know where I picked that up early on or whatever, I was always kind of a little bit worried about what other people thought of me and stuff, and that kind of held me back too. But, um, you know, just, just to know that, that, that you're enough and, and that you can be who you want to be and share what you want to share. And, and, and you know, that's just the bottom line. You know, that's so very important. Now, some of the things that we haven't talked about, you have a film, Guitar Man, well, mm-hmm. actually in Searching, Searching for Happiness, and mm-hmm. they've, they've, been, they've won awards and they have beautiful messages for people. Can you share a little bit about those? Yeah. So one of the things I did right after I left my family business and my first book came out, I was terrified to public speak. So I started stepping out of my comfort zone and I took some community college speech classes and I did Toastmasters for about a year and I took an acting class in Reno and I had no plans on acting. I just thought it'd be another way to maybe get comfortable in front of people. And so after the class finished, I had a dream and the dream was about this street guitar story. And when I woke up, it was so powerful. I I have to write this down. And so I did then shortly thereafter, I met a young filmmaker kind of randomly, and I said, hey, I've never acted before or done a short film, but I have a good idea. You want to do it with me? I said, yeah. So we made Guitar Man on the streets of Reno, Nevada over the course of about a week, and it just was so empowering. It made me feel so alive, and it was so exciting and to do that. And it did well at film festivals, and somebody saw that and gave me the lead in their short film. And unfortunately, that film's never been released. It's a very sweet story. But I made a friend, um, Jill Andre, who's in her late 80s now. She was the the female lead with me. And I played a cab driver and took her around uh, kind of her old neighborhood as she was on her way to a a hospice center. And she'd had no family. And and it was a really, really sweet story. So I ended up moving to L.A. shortly thereafter and actually rented a studio attached to Jill's house for the first two and a half years. So then I was in L.A. and started diving in and terrified. You know, I'm in acting classes with people I recognize from shows and stuff. It's like, what am I doing here? But it it was really good for me. And then I just had the idea to do Searching for Happiness as well. And so then I, after I'd been there a couple of years, I met another young filmmaker on a different shoot and asked him if he wanted to do that with me. And so then we did that together, and I'm really proud of how that turned out too. And so, you know, just you never know when you're going to get an idea. <laughs> or, or you know, but when you do and you kind of feel strongly about it, then the, the people that we need um, to help us make something happen come into our lives. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. I, and by the way, I watched Couture Man. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, I but, told you that. I love my website. I know. Thank you. Yeah, they're all on my website and, you know, easy to watch. And they're only short. They're short, they're like eight minutes. But, yeah, thank you. And, you know, Searching for Happiness um, got picked up by Gaia. Um, so it's on their streaming service as well. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So with all this wisdom and, oh my God. and all this <laughs> 
<laughs> and well, it's true. You know, you can you can be well, anyway. It's I believe it, so yeah. that's important. Thank as you. long as I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want our listeners to know in terms of being able to move forward in their lives and connect with that part of themselves, that creative aspect of themselves? Because I believe we all have that potentiality no matter what it is. Yeah, well, you know, just if you got an itch, scratch it. You know, if you got a little idea about something, step into it. If you like to draw, draw. If you like you know, to play a musical instrument, do that. If you have some other ideas that, you know, are completely new for you and you feel like they're way out of your league, it's so it, they're not. They're, they're inside and they want to come out. And so, you know, try to do it yourself. If you need someone, you know, an accountability partner to help you do it or someone who's an expert in maybe that field, you know, reach out to them and just, just start to explore it and, and just see what happens because you never know where it's going to go. But ultimately, it's for ourselves. Um, everybody I, who asks me about, you know, writing a book and all that kind of stuff, and I say, hey, first and foremost, it's for you. It's for you and your own growth process. Anything else is icing on the cake. So take the pressure off of it having to be a bestseller or sell a million copies or whatever, because that'll just ruin your experience. You know, I think it's so important to to be able to, because I know from you and I both write, and Mm-hmm. Writing is to me an incredibly freeing experience. Things just flow. I connect with that mm-hmm. that inner guidance, and it's mm-hmm. a joyful experience. And don't interrupt me when I'm doing that, anybody, because <laughs> I won't like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know exactly what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what else would you like source. to share with our with our listeners? I I want to talk before we do that. I want to talk a little yeah. bit about how somebody finds their voice because a lot of people have challenges. They're afraid to speak, they're afraid to to put their ideas out, they're afraid to be criticized, they're afraid they'll be ridiculed or whatever. How do you yeah. manage and and I think it's important. How do how do you how, how does one have the ability to really search and know what their true voice is, Brian? Well, I mean, I've struggled with all that you mentioned. You know, it's just a process, and we just have to experiment, and we have to just keep stepping out of our comfort zone, and we have to follow our nudges. And the more that we do that, it'll start to come out. And and you really also have to kind of quiet your mind and the naysayers and the the parts of ourselves that don't feel worthy because that's going to, you know, give us improper feedback or tell us that we're not good enough or, or say that this is a crappy idea or whatever. And so, I, you know, hand in hand, I think the the more that we can really become self-accepting and step into, you know, the love for ourselves, that that really helps a lot. And so anything that we can do to be more self-accepting, self-loving, um, you know, that that will really help the process. You know, that's the key. I totally believe that, too. I think yeah. that, that when we are able to get past all that criticism, whether it's external or internal or the doubts, and be able to just be with ourselves in a very supportive, loving, caring way, we can bring that voice forward and find that voice and be who we're here to be. And and so what you said is just 
beautiful. Now I have. Well, I, always, a I always, I always, no, I always say love yourself and everything else will fall into place. That's great. Now I have a secret, and you uh, have the same secret because you're going, oh, yeah. you're, you're putting something forward. So um, you're going to share it with our listeners. I'm not. <laughs> well, okay. So um, earlier this year, I. I I met a person on a film shoot a couple of years before. Well, we did a film a couple of years before, but there was, we didn't have scenes together, so we didn't know about each other, but we had a belated premiere in, in Hollywood. And we started chatting and it turns out her name's Paula Jessup and she uh, had written a bunch of books as well, kind of like myself. And we kind of kept communicating and she's in Utah now, but um, she asked me if I wanted to help her put a multi-author book together where we'd kind of try to find people that either maybe have written before or were wanted to be authors and were brand new to it. And so we came up with the idea called Dare to Dream, uh, women and men who refuse to let their dreams die. And we've got 15 amazing stories, including one from Dr. Joanne in it. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's going to be, um, we're in the layout process now. We're just wrapping up a couple of the final stories, and we're ho- we hope to um, launch it in late January. But, yeah, it's really been fun being on the other side of it. Um, I mean, I, sh- I share a story as well, one that I've never shared before, um, but it's been amazing connecting with all the people who um, are crafting their stories and sharing their, you know, their journeys and, and especially for the people um, that hadn't done it before and just seeing the, I don't know, just the confidence that comes from it. And that, you know, a lot of people, I think it's been a very healing process as well. You know, you, you could speak better to that in regards to your own personal story that you're sharing with us, but um, it's really been fun. And it's, it's, Actually, it made me even a better writer, too, you know, helping uh, tidy up other folks' stories, although yours didn't need any tidying up. <laughs> You're very kind. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I just want to let our listeners know, you, it was a, it, it's really been an incredible experience working with you and, and Paula. You've both been there and very supportive and, and loving and positive. And, and so I've, I really enjoyed that. That's been a wonderful process for me. But I'm not going to share my story. Well, that's how we met. This is your time. Well, so. yes, well. Well, hopefully people will um, will be curious enough to catch a copy at, at the end of January, you know, and, um, and and see what you wrote. Well, we'll promote it again. I'm sure we will. So yeah. tell our listeners, firstly, how they can get a hold of the amazing G. Brian Benson <laughs> and hold of your books to find out more about you and connect with you and, and also make sure they buy that latest book, Habits for Success, Inspired Ideas to Help You Soar. Thank you for asking. Um, you can go to my website, which is just G. Brian with an I, Benson, G. Brian Benson. And there's um, has all the books there and there's links that take you to Amazon or you can go to habitsforsuccessbook.com and that'll take you to Amazon. Um, you know, and I, and I think, you know, I'm out in all the old social media, different places, usually under just G. Brian Benson. And, um, yeah, but I have a fun website. There's a lot of vid- films and videos on there and, and a, lot of, a lot of fun stuff. Now, this is the holiday, so how, to, how could people, if, if parents or family mm. members want to get a hold of those two children's books, how do they get a hold of that? Is mm. that- Thank you. Yeah, um, 
they can access them through my website or they can go to one, I think, as LucyandChester.com and the other is SteveTheAlien.com and those will take you to Amazon too. Okay, because kids love or, books like that. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I say, or if they want to reach out to me personally, I can send them personalized copies. Oh, yes. Yep. That's beautiful. So, Brian, you and I can talk forever because I think <laughs> you're an incredible, incredible human <laughs> and no, a friend I, and a colleague yeah. and more to come. So what would you like to leave our listeners with? Mm. Well, just... You know, just remember that you're enough and, and that your your ideas and your ways of wanting to do things are, are fantastic and they're your right to do it, you know. And and just um, try to hang on to gratitude, too. That really makes things go a lot smoother and easier if we can just be grateful for, for the different things that happened to us, whether it was tough and gave us some lessons that we needed or if it was really a fun experience, you know. Yeah, I think it's important. But I th- yeah, gratitude is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I have another question. Okay. And that is, aside from this wonderful new book that's in works, what else is for Brian? Mm. Or maybe well, you I'm don't know yet. Of, well, I'm kind of in a little bit of transition. I'm I'm I just moved away from L.A. and I'm in Oregon visiting family for a couple months, and then I'm kind of uh, I'm still going to be doing a lot of what I was doing and creating, but. Um, yeah, I'm I'm open to collaboration in different ways, and I've, I've got some I think some programs I'm going to put together, and, and more books to come. And yeah, I'm actually working on a road trip memoir. I drove around the U.S. last year for six months. Uh, it was very healing for me. I had prostate cancer two years ago, and I'm fine. I'm healthy, but um, I'm excited to write that book too. And you know that's incredible to be able to move past a, a challenge and get to the other side of it, and that's people need to hear that. That that's so very important. Mm-hmm. Brian, be Brian Benson. You are a guest, <laughs> and it's my honor to know you and to be in a book, an upcoming book with you, and also to call you a friend. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for everything that you do. And to be continued, because we're going to do more about that book that's coming out soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Joanne, and much love and and everything that you said right back at you. Thank you. Much love to you, too. Mm -hmm. Take care. Have a beautiful, (laughs) blessed. So think about what Brian, G. Brian Benson said, because he is so incredibly inspiring. And it's not like his life has been so easy and, and all of this stuff just fell into his lap. He worked hard. He's had challenges. He had doubts. He had, you know, people who who actually didn't believe in him. All of the things that many of us go through. And yet... You saw the list. I read you the list. I'm not going to read it again, but but he's somebody, and it's and again, you can do this too. He's somebody who's been able to move past all that and really soar himself. And so his inspired ideas, the ways that that he's created to help you soar, is based also so much on his own beautiful experience. And speaking of soaring. 
you have the ability each and every day to take a few steps forward. It doesn't have to be huge steps, but a few steps forward into your life to power your life and to really feel good about what you're doing and to really check on your intuition, check on what really makes your heart beat and feel good and feel good about who you are. And Brian said that he had that dream, and I have dreams that I've worked on stories too, where where he had to write something down and look what happened. Follow that. Follow your passion and have a beautiful and blessed day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.